Welcome to the Daily Devotion with Pastor Terry Reynolds. It's so good to be with you today as we continue along in the Gospels. Remember where we were yesterday. We're in Matthew chapter 5. As Jesus has been talking to his disciples. We open up in verse 20 today where it says, Accept your righteousness. You see that little your? It's always good to remember who he's speaking to. He's speaking to his disciples and he says, accept your righteousness, otherwise your conduct of life, the way you, you live, shall exceed the righteousness of the scribes and the Pharisees. You shall not enter into the kingdom of heaven. I'm sure at that time, they must have think, oh my goodness gracious, we'll never make it. Because these guys, these scribes and the Pharisees, you know, they look so good on the outward. They were doing everything they could to keep the law, to try to impress people how good they look. But, of course, Jesus knew that they had the wrong kind of righteousness. It was all outward. It wasn't the, the righteousness of the heart, the righteousness of the heart as we put our faith in Jesus, even as a child does, and we believe in him, and he imputes his righteousness upon us. But they were truly all about the show. You know, it's so sad when people are more concerned about what people think about them rather than just living, living a life, a normal life, the way God has created you with your personality and all the different traits. God's not looking for us to try to impress each other, but rather for us just to come like we are to Jesus. I remember that beautiful song, Billy Graham, as he would call so many, so many just simply asking them to come to the come to the foot of the cross or come on down onto the field or wherever he would be preaching. And he would just simply say, come as you are, just as I am. And may we always just come as we are to Jesus. And as we go into church and fellowship and with each other, that we just be ourselves, the people that we are. And we don't try to put on some big outside show because God knows it, and quite frankly, people know know when people are being just simply phony balonies, <laughs> but they're not living the, in the right way. In fact, the next few verses, Jesus spends some time talking to, to his disciples about the things that the scribes and the Pharisees have been teaching. Remember, most of the people during that time, they didn't have a Bible. They didn't have the scriptures that they could read. And so the scribes would write what they were hearing or that they were seeing, and they would write them down from their Septuagint, and they would translate it, and the Pharisees would then go give their interpretation of what they thought it was meant to be without really looking at the scriptures themselves. Because the Bible during that time was only written in the Hebrew. It wasn't until they got the Septuagint that, that where more copies were given out. But the regular folks didn't have it. And so you would hear Jesus give them here these six different, really, uh, questions that he's given his disciples to ponder and to think about. Where he says, you have heard it been said of old times, speaking of what the Pharisees had said concerning the law, concerning the Old Testament. He says in verse 21, that you have heard it been said of old, thou shalt not kill or murder, for whosoever murders shall be in danger of judgment. 
He says, if you murder someone, you're going to be in danger of the judgment of God. But you notice what Jesus does in all these six little illustrations. He says, but I say unto you. So he's saying in contrast of what you've been being taught by the Pharisees and the Sadducees, and those are the leaders that were leading them down the wrong road. Jesus is now correcting their false teaching. You know, there's a lot of notions out there about the Bible. And unfortunately, a lot of it is wrong. And that's why I believe it's so important that we be students of the Scriptures, that we study the Bible verse by verse, that you get yourself in a, 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 a Bible study, a church that will take you all the way through the Bible so you get a good grasp, understanding what the Word of God says. That way, if you come across something that sounds, you know, just, just simply songs, or, or not songs, but it seems to be out of tune as you're listening to them, somebody teach or preach, it's more than likely wrong. Because you know the truth, and as you study God's Word, the Holy Spirit will speak to you and show you what's wrong. And so Jesus says, but I say unto you, in contrast what has been taught, doesn't the law teach this, this? Yes, the law says, thou shalt not murder. But Jesus says says unto you that whosoever angry with his brother without a cause shall be in danger of judgment. It's the anger towards a person that leads to murder. When you're angry and upset and you feel like you want to hit them, it's already there in your heart. See, you'll see Jesus is dealing with the, the attitudes of the heart, just not the, just the outwardness, but really where the problem rely, lies in is our disobedience of our hearts to submit to God and not giving our anger over to the Lord. I know people that get so upset and mad over the silliest things where even when they break off fellowship with one another, oh, that we would have forgiveness, oh, that we would have love, then we would let things go. But yet we sometimes hang on to things so much. As he goes on, he says in verse 22, he says, Whosoever shall say to his brother, Raka. Now that was a word that was a disdainful word. It was a bad word. It was a... Really what you're saying, that person's a worthless person. And it's that attitude of just looking upon another person and not regarding their rights to say Raka. Jesus says, and you will be, you'll be in danger of counsel. But whosoever says, thou fool, always looks with total disdain and say he's worthless or he's a fool, he'll be in danger of hellfire. So it is just... It isn't just clubbing somebody to death. It's having anger. It's having an attitude of disdain towards a person, not respecting them at all. He's a fool. And those who are the, you know, really what he's, as you're saying, and doesn't that really become the seabeds for murder? This what is sowing and it, it develops and anger takes over. And anger even goes farther down the road. God forbid it just breaks my heart. I heard on the news again where somebody just went in and killed somebody, murdered somebody. I can't imagine that. But yet, I know at the heart of it, someplace for most people who commit murder, there's anger, unresolved issues, things that aren't haven't been taken care of, that where there isn't forgiveness. Yes, people do wrong. Yes, people do terrible things. But yet, the Bible tells us 
For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth him should not perish, but have everlasting life. I'm amazed at how many people truly come to Christ whose life was so darkened by as they were captive by Satan, either from alcohol or the lifestyle that went along with it to, you know, carousing, you name it. But then the gospel came in, the light of the, of the truth of God's word, and their lives was transformed. The sadness is so often as when people who creep into the body of Christ, who profess themselves to be Christians, which is very difficult at times to to discern, but yet they continue in their lifestyles of lying and cheating and drinking and everything like that, and yet they still carry the Bible. Well, I think Jesus is saying, be careful of your own heart. Don't you don't get sucked into their stuff. Don't allow them to bring anger to you. And then as he goes on in verse 23, in fact, as I look at this, we got a great one ahead of us. I think we'll call it a quit here today. But I'm hoping next time as we gather together, you'll start thinking about these things. How Jesus is correcting the false teaching and showing his disciples really as he's speaking to them the things that they had learned from the pharisees and the sadducees even the herodians how they've been completely wrong see they never understood that the scriptures the volume of the book were written about jesus christ and normally when you find somebody wrong in one area they're going to be wrong in many many areas help us lord help us today to search your scriptures the search your understanding that we might know of your love and your grace this day in Jesus' name. And so until next time, this is Pastor Terry. May God richly bless you. Thank you for taking part in today's program. We would love to hear from you. You can email us at terryreynolds at agapechapeloc.org. Again, that's Terry Reynolds at agapechapeloc.org or you can write us at Agape Chapel P.O. Box 4023 Huntington Beach, California 92647 May God richly bless you.